Hello and welcome everyone to the introduction to the world of email and deliverability. This course is by Yana Tori, a deliverability specialist brought to you by Netcore Cloud. Our goal is to explore the truths and myths of email as we navigate the ever-evolving world of email and deliverability. In order to optimize touch points through email with subscribers and ensure emails land in the inbox or promotions tab, follow the full online course for access to extra supporting documents on the Netcore Cloud website, YouTube, and online learning platforms like Udemy. Marketing within the email world comes with quite a lot of rules. What kind of rules? Well, let's name a few. To start, technology can limit what we can or can't do. Spam filters are also looking for certain red flags, such as lack of consistency or simpler things like an email's weight. Laws will also affect how you can communicate with your audience. We often associate marketing with making more money or plainly put, pushing what we want from our audience. But in most cases, Thinking of what your recipients want will actually help you achieve your email-related goals. More often than not, we push, push, push our presence within our recipients' inboxes and hope that today they have the time, money, and clear headspace to buy your product or do what you want them to. But that is not how it works. We tend to forget as a sender that when we're on the other side and the store or website asks us for a personal email address, that we tend to hesitate or give a fake or old email address. Why though? Why do we forget how annoying it can get? Once you give permission to a business to contact you in your personal inbox when we ourselves put our own sender hat on and get ready to press send. Well, it can come from obvious places, such as a manager pushing you to fulfill certain quotas that may or may not translate well in your current email marketing strategy, which should focus on your subscribers instead of your business goals only. Such as the assumption that sending more emails or more often automatically means chances of making more money and connecting with audience members. Instead of diving into data and targeting select groups of people with a specific message, you know they will respond to. So why even send out to the rest of the list if you know they don't necessarily care? Because we just hope that maybe, just maybe, someone outside the targeted group would also like to receive the email and will engage with it. What most people don't know is that sending to large portions of unengaged recipients with the hope that they might engage affects you long-term in terms of deliverability, and then you might have an issue getting in the inbox even with some of your actually engaged recipients. I promise we will go in depth about this point in deliverability section of this course. Other places where we can get assumption of what is possible or not possible within an email is right in our inboxes. We see what other businesses are doing and we think, well, if they can do this, so can my business. This can be in terms of email frequency, content, design, you name it. There are a lot of things we see in our inbox and we think how clever and great of an idea it is. Who doesn't want to be inspired by other successful businesses and campaigns and use that knowledge for better ideas or marketing? Well, some things are just not fair. Some businesses have the budget to create videos and then pay a specific company like iMail that will help them compress an amazing high quality video into a couple of megabytes without losing quality. Others will send a million times a day, but they have an army of deliverability specialists that help them mitigate any issues created and are spending all day just monitoring domain and IP reputations and within a heartbeat can recognize something will go wrong before it even happens. Some businesses have the coolest, smartest email template developers. Yes, there are people who don't specialize in HTML or CSS. They specialize in email which does use HTML and CSS, but with so many rules that change over time as inboxes update on their end continuously. This means some people can make image-only emails without them breaking or having that white line you see in between sections in Microsoft, or on the flip side, a very long email campaign 
which in terms of code is cleaner, more organized, and shorter than you can possibly imagine. Email template coding isn't the same as front-end website development. Everything in email can make you go down a rabbit hole, exciting to discover and learn, but makes you realize how much of an immensely complicated world email can actually be. Certain limits will simply come from the email marketing tool you're using. They have different editors, such as drag and drop ones, or even a WYSIWYG editor. Some tools will limit your creative ideas and will make you look for workarounds. They will also offer users to upload their own coded email in which extra code might be added by your email marketing service provider when pressing send or not. Marketing is not only design, colors, and well-branded content, but it is also frequency, timing, segmentation, and most importantly, growing your list by marketing the value of your emails. This starts from the acquisition on a form, for example, and continues with your confirmation or welcome email and continues again by continuous added value with great segmentation of your audience and a little bit of logic. Let me give you my favorite example. I use this one all the time. Let's say you buy a mattress from a store. Would a second, third, and fourth email make you buy another one? This business needs great marketing to ensure someone trusts their business and product in order to buy it for the first time, but they also need to probably segment the prospective customers from the ones who have made this purchase already. This would allow them to target the recent customers differently by offering them information about how to return it or more information about their 30-day guarantee. They can let their buyers know how to take care of the mattress, how to wash it or remove stains, or even cross-sell mattress covers and pillows. They can ask for reviews, offer coupons for referrals, and so much more. You can reduce unwanted emails as well from people's inbox, and they will love you for it. So when you're thinking about email marketing, you need to think of your subscriber first. What do they want? What do they need? And what can you offer that is valuable to them? Then you need to think about your own bandwidth as well. Some things are great and extremely cool, like AMP for email or email surveys, but they can be made as a nice to have instead of something you should waste time on. Because let's be real, we do want something from our email list and we want to maximize the time and budget we have for the best results possible. And then we need to dive into our email analytics and learn more about our subscribers. Is there a way to segment them? Are there topics or campaigns that are more performant than others? Ask yourself why. Is it marketing related? Is it a seasonal thing? Or can it be bad deliverability? Sometimes we're stuck in a loop. We think we know what our recipients want, but it isn't the case. Be open to looking at your email program with a fresh set of eyes, because you can't forget, email is a whole ecosystem. Everything needs to work in unison for great results. Feel free to connect with us on LinkedIn at NetcoreCloud or at Yanatori, and we'll answer all your questions. Thanks for listening to this part of the course created by Yana Tori and brought to you by Netcore Cloud, a global MarTech product company that helps brands create amazing digital experiences with a range of products that help in acquisition, engagement, and retention by revolutionizing the way marketing and product teams engage with consumers.